About a thousand top urban planners are gearing up to tackle some of our biggest challenges this year. Um, well, actually, in 2022, housing affordability being one of those, but climate change is also on the agenda for a big conference. David Curtis is CEO of the New Zealand Planning Institute and is with us this morning. Good day, David. How's it going? Good morning, Tim. Well, and yourself? Yeah, not half bad. An urban planner, uh, I, I guess it's a sort of descriptive title of what you do. You plan uh, yes. towns. Planning at its fundamental is the creation of space through the mediation, sorry, the creation of place through the mediation of space. So it, it applies both in, in an urban setting and in, in rural. Uh, and it's about how do we live with and and coexist with the environment in a you know both the natural and the built environment. Right. And you're talking in particular, well, about those two issues: housing affordability and why we're not able to get anywhere near that right now, and climate change too. Indeed. So look, housing affordability, we're looking beyond just the, the normal market forces, which we've, we've seen have played out over the last 10 or 15 years uh, in terms of, of where housing affordability has got to. And actually starting to talk about, well, what is it that society really wants and needs? Uh, if we look back, uh, uh, my favourite example, look back 20 years in Auckland, the, the long-term plan at that point had some very good um, resolutions to, to housing and transport issues. Uh, the problem was a good plan is still subject to political whim. And uh, we're looking now at that going, look, how do we work more closely with government as planners uh, around the, the current RM reform to ensure that one of the outcomes it actually delivers is more affordable housing, more diverse housing choices uh, for the people who live in our, our larger urban centres. Is the idea of allowing three units up to three storeys on one section going in the right direction? We definitely need an increase in density. Uh, the question is how. And, and I think that the particular act you're referring to there, that's our, our, you know, look, we support the intention. Our concern is, as always, the devil's in the detail. Uh, and three, uh, three, three units, three storeys high on a, on a section can lead to some really good outcomes. Uh, it also can lead to some poor housing outcomes. And it'll really be now about the implementation. That's a place where planners play a, a great role, along with architects and engineers, to actually address the challenge of, now we have a piece of legislation. How do we implement it in a way that delivers a good outcome for the community? One thing that comes immediately to mind with this idea of three units on a section originally intended for one unit is that each of those units will have cars that come with it, and those cars need to be parked somewhere. So if you're not creating space on the section to get them off the road, we're going to have a nightmare in residential streets, aren't we? Absolutely. And, and again, it's the good planning comes to the fore, to say, actually, what is it the community needs? How does it relate to, to transport and other infrastructure? So the same with you know, a, a section that's had one house and when you're looking to have three, it puts a drain on, a, a draw on infrastructure more generally. So power on water, on waste, on transport, parking, all of those things need to be considered. And that's the role of the planner is to look at all of those different aspects and go, how do we best allow for them within that environment? So, you know, again, a good planning outcome, there is. 
adequate parking provided. There's good access to local uh, amenities such as parks and, and medical facilities, libraries, schooling, jobs. Uh, poor outcome. We end up, as, as you, you say, with street clogged with cars and, and no ability to get anywhere, and the supermarkets are, you know, a ten minute drive with no public transport. Yeah, um, and, and the electricity and going off every half an hour, and and that's but and the, the wastewater not able to take the the overflows. Are our local authorities mindful enough of these things and doing enough? Uh, to remedy these things for us to actually achieve this intensification you've been talking about? Some yes, some no. There's been some great work done by local authorities across the country to, to address some of this. Uh, conversely, there has been some places where it's really lagging. Uh, and, and, you know, we have seen councils where commissioners have been brought in because they're not actually able to, to meet the challenges they're facing. So uh, not a simple answer. Uh, but there are certainly examples of where it's worked really well. Um, and again, that's actually one of our concerns with the new Act, is where it's worked well, there has been planning. There has been forward thinking to go, let's get the infrastructure right. Let's look at where it ties into to schooling, to employment, to transport, etc., so that we know where to put density, an increase in density, to actually provide good outcomes rather than just, um, you know, the, the current act as it sits is, is a bit of a blunt, blunt instrument. It's, as you say, three units, three storeys high, anywhere within a, a tier one council, so Auckland or, or, or similar. And not all of Auckland is ready in terms of infrastructure for three units, three storeys high. And so there now needs to be some work around planning to make sure that we actually get those that, that increase in density in the areas where it can actually be delivered and, and, and give good outcomes for the community. Are there places you wouldn't do it at all? Parts of Auckland you'd say, no, don't do, don't do it there? Uh, I think there has to be. Uh, there are areas... Examples? Which, uh, well, the, as I say, there are areas where there are uh, both special character but also environmental concerns uh, and and cultural concerns. And so there are areas that you have to look at and go, what is it that sits behind this particular piece of the environment that, that says, is it right or not for for development in the first place? And if it is, what does that then look like in terms of what is a good outcome for the community in that space? Okay. All right. Good stuff. Very interesting. David Curtis, who is CEO of the New Zealand Planning Institute.